Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York. They understand it's not just a mortgage. It's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a bunch of money if you switch to GEICO. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. So, Carver, I have to ask you, uh, and Mafia, the uh, the essence of those interviews we did uh, coming off of you know, PA, Paul Allen, and then uh, just talking to Eric now, Bacharach, about the Titans. Let's start with uh, PA first, okay, this Viking game. And I, I know, you know, th- that's on Sunday, but that's irrelevant to me at this point because, you know, this is the pain-free Friday show. We're not going to see you tomorrow, so let's get it on tonight. Do you believe with the juice that he was pouring, because it sounded to me like he thinks they're going to go down there and beat him. Well, PA does that. I mean, listen, PA He's only worried about Alexander and Hughes. That's his only worry. Right. I think they got a lot more to worry about than that. Look, uh, can can the Vikings win the game? I mean, uh, of course they can win the game. They need a lot of things to go their way. They need a very bad day from the New Orleans offense. They need their D to play outstanding. They need Dalvin Cook to be himself because he's always hurt too, right? Right. I mean, that guy's always hurt. I guess he's so, good to go now. All right, well, if he's good to go, then he needs to carry the rock. He needs to get the job done. Um, I just think that they clearly, the you know, the point spread says it also – they have the biggest chore this weekend. There's no doubt about it. Uh, PA knows the knows the Vikings better than anybody. There's no doubt about that. Um, but this is a tough chore for them on Sunday. This this ain't going to be easy. They need things to go their way. They just flat out they do. Mafia, do you buy the Vikings on Bourbon Street? No, I don't. Because as good as Dalvin Cook can be when he's in there and actually you know, has his legs under him, is healthy. It's going to come down to this: when you're playing the Saints. You either have to get up big on them, which the Vikings are not built to do. Their offense is more of a, you know, run, 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 and then, okay, now we'll throw it, play action, trick you. You know, they're not a high-scoring, high-flying offense. They are a slow, plotting offense. That doesn't work against the Saints. Only way you beat them, then, is if you slow them down and turn your offense up, and the Vikings can't do that. If it comes to it down the stretch, they're going to have to throw the ball. And when you give the ball to Kirk Cousins, I don't care what PA says about, well, he didn't have good teams in Washington. Or, you know, he didn't have Dalvin Cook for this game. or this. The guy doesn't get it done in big games. We know this. And I think it's going to come down to, once again, the ball being in his hands late, him having to throw the ball on just about every other play because they're coming back and running two-minute drills for the last five, six minutes because they're down, and he's going to blow it and throw the, in the interception or going to throw the big incomplete. One way or another, he's going to blow it again. So you think he'll blow it again no matter what? I think it's going to come down to his hands because they're going to try to slow down Cook or they're going to get up big and make you throw – and when that's the case, Kirk Cousins is going to blow it. Carver, how do you believe Kirk Cousins is a choker in big games? And do you think that Drew Brees is, you know, is not because he's won Super Bowl 
and he's he's you know won a lot of big he's games. Won a billion playoff games. A billion. Uh, look, so Kirk Cousins, you know, he's won zero. Uh, you know, he he never gets it done in a big spot. I would never, never wager any kind of money whatsoever on that man in any type of a playoff situation. Um, look, I, I think that there's more to this game than just uh, the Vikings aren't going to win because Kirk Cousins isn't good. Uh, would it help if he was a little bit better? Maybe. Uh, but Or that he could get it done in a big spot? Maybe. But I think that the Saints are just so much better than the Vikings in so many other areas that um, it's not going to make a difference. Will Will that be one of the things said after they lose on Sunday? Well, Cousins lost again. It will. But I think they're going to lose for a lot more reasons than just that Cousins sucks in a big spot. Do you believe uh, that uh, with, you know, he had talked about these big play guys for the Saints, you know, Kamara, it goes on and on, Thomas. Uh, they have all these guys that, uh, you know, make big plays that they're going to be, that that's going to be the storyline at the end of the day, that there's too much of the Saints big play star players performing at a high level for the Vikings to be able to stop them, particularly when they got their secondary wiped out with injury. I do, because it's not just that you have to focus on the big play guys. It's not just Kamara and Thomas, and if you slow them down, the rest of the guys can't do anything. Drew Brees will find just about everybody else that's on the field. If you have a jersey on for the New Orleans Saints and you're on the field for an offensive play, unless you're the offensive lineman who can't catch the ball, he's going to somehow get the ball in your hands in a big spot and you're going to produce. I mean, look at all the guys that have done things. You know, how often and how well they use Taysom Hill in various things, whether it's the wildcat, whether he's catching the ball, whether he's blocking as a tight end. Like, the guy does everything for them. Or the other hill at tight end who's got big catches for them. They find guys, you know, left and right. Even guys you didn't even know were on the team sometimes. All of a sudden, they get a touchdown in a big game because Drew Brees knows how to spread the ball out. Sean Payton knows how to create chaos on that offense. And they score one way or another. And we talked about last night with Edelman. Can you know slow him down? Can they double team him and, and shut this guy down? It doesn't matter where you double triple team Michael Thomas. Somehow the guy still ends up with 10, 12 catches every game. You know, you saw that with how many you – know, he broke the record this year for single-season receptions. The guy gets his no matter how you cover him. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, so, all right, let's uh, at the very least uh, think for a second about this other game uh, and and the Titans. You know, Eric was talking about uh, Tannehill. We know the, the key here is, I think, to that whole conversation was this is his first playoff game. Can you even believe that? You're going up against Tom Brady. I don't care if his arm falls off. I don't care if it's uh, this rumored last game ever, all this other nonsense, which is what that is. I don't believe for one minute it's his last game. And uh, even if they lose, I don't think it's his last game there. I'll believe it when I see it. And then the other thing is, uh, how do you bet on that guy never played a playoff game in his life against Tom Brady? Honest to God. Right, because he had the knee or the back when they played the Steelers that one year in the playoffs, right, that he got hurt right before they played that playoff game. I mean, it's – I wasn't betting on him to begin with, you know, not even thinking about his playoff history. But especially now you hear the weather, you know, you're going from – not that Tennessee's, you know, a dome city or always warm weather type of deal. They play outside. They play in some crappy weather whatever. But now you're going to cold, rainy, maybe snowy New England for your first playoff start ever. He's had a great run right now. But we've been talking about it all week. You know, Belichick is a guy that's going to take what you do best and say, okay, you're going to beat me another way. So he's going to go after Henry. He's going to load the box or do blitzes or whatever they have to do and say, okay, Ryan, it's on your shoulders. Let Gilmore cover their best guy. We're confident in him. This guy's an all-pro. He'll shut him down. And what else are you going to do? And the guy that doesn't have the experience has to go on the road to play the greatest 
you know, franchise and, you know, quarterback of all time, I'm not putting my money on them. I mean, to tell you. Uh, look, I understand everybody wants to see this be the end tomorrow night. They do. You know, people want it to be the end. Can Henry make that happen? Look, I just, I'm a huge believer in, look at all these games that Belichick has coached in the last 20 years. He finds whatever is your main thing, or even if it's not your main thing, if it's something you're good at, and he wants to take it away. Derrick Henry is going to be what he's going to take away. And he's going to say, all right, Ryan Tannehill, you've had a good year. You're going to have to beat me tonight because I'm not letting that guy beat me. I'm not going to let him run through me tonight. So it's going to be you. So you think that's the game plan? I think I, I mean, that's what if, – if I was in Bill's shoes – It's got to be. Bill's a lot smarter than everybody else. It's got to be. That, that's where you think he would go. And, and we talked a lot about Edelman last night. Like Mafia's saying, look, he's getting his. All right? This is his time. It is playoff time. I was looking at his his last playoff all the the playoff games that this guy's played, 10 for 141, 7 for 96, 9 for 151, 5 for 87, 8 for 118, 8 for 137. We figuring it out yet? In the playoffs, he's getting it done. It don't matter. You're not yeah. slowing him down. There you go. And everyone got excited when Miami beat them last week, not just cuz you know there's, you know, an area for them to get beaten like they can be taken down at home, but because they have to go on the road in the playoffs. This one they don't. This one, they're at home. And, yeah, sure, the Ravens went and have beaten them twice but up there. They did care about Just that beat game. Them once. They did care about the Dolphin game, at the very least, because they lost their they lost the bye. No, they cared about it. I'm not saying they didn't care. I'm saying everyone else loved it because they have to go on I the know, road. I know what you're saying. Them. I'm just saying I would love to say that the Patriots didn't care about that game last right. week, but they did, and they still piked. They did. They're not that good anymore. But in they the really playoffs, aren't. they're different. And in the, play, in the crappy weather in the playoffs there, they're just nearly unbeatable. We've seen teams. Remember when, what was it, Jacksonville went in there and had a big lead on him late? Jacksonville's on it, and Indy did it. it. Didn't Houston do that a couple years ago, too? Like, there's been teams that go up there in the first half. You're like, wow, they're going to get smoked at Foxborough. And then the second half, you're like, did the same team come out? Yeah, it's unbelievable. I'll never forget the Super Bowl, right? Were they down 25? (laughs) I mean, it was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. Down 25 at the half of the Super Bowl. People were dancing. There were I was one of them. There were people, my action on that game. I mean, there were people dancing in the aisles, drinking champagne, partying, toasting, hugging, kissing. Meanwhile, they lost. I covered that game. It was great. I hit the uh, Patriots to win. It was a great bet. How funny was that that they came back and won that Super Bowl and I cashed that ticket? That was crazy. It's a very short line at the sportsbook after that game. It's absolutely crazy. You don't believe he's done there, do you? Really? Do you, no, I don't. I, honestly, do you think he's, he's going to? He doesn't want to hang him up. And if he doesn't want to, you're not going to make him. There's no way that Kraft is going to say, hey, the greatest guy to ever play this game, get out of town. I'm tired of you. No, he's going to he's gonna ride him until the wheels fall off. Even if he's, you know, he could have a crappy year next year, be the worst he's ever been, and him say, you know what, I want to come back for another one, and he'll sign him again. So what did they do? Uh, who, Stidham's the backup? Yeah. And do you think they stay in that in that rhythm that they're gonna that that Stidham's the guy for the future and they're gonna develop him and just keep going with Tom Brady, they'll see what he does next year. Or you do know, they the draft another one? And the other ones. I think it's gonna depend on if Belichick sees a guy. Let's say it's in this year's draft. At some yeah. point that he's picking and goes, right. I think that this guy is maybe better than, or you know, an untapped gem or something like that might be better than the guy that I took last year. Because he's not going to care about whatever, wherever he took Stidham, whatever round it was. If he finds a guy in, let's say, the second, third, fourth round that he's like, 
I think that this guy is a guy people are sleeping on because that's what it was with Garoppolo, too. Right there, Brissette. You know, it's just um, that's what he's going to look to do. So what do you think? Do you think Stidham is, is the guy they're going to develop? I'm I'm with Carver Hyde. You see someone, you know, there's no one that this guy has had a problem replacing except Tom Brady. So if you see someone he likes later in the draft that he thinks is a steal at that point, you might take him and make him compete. Wow. So I'm just watching uh, the end of this Suns game with the Knicks, and they are just giving them home cooking. I mean, to tell you, I just saw Alfred Payton get just absolutely raped on a loose ball by by uh, Booker, and Booker got the call. Booker flopped like a, a, I mean, just absolute flop. And now another bad call. One bad call after the next. I mean, at, I mean, at least keep it uh, legit, you know? I mean, the, the Knicks are going to lose this game, but they are just, it's one call after the next now. I'm just watching these refs just implode on the Knicks in Phoenix. And that ball just went off Bain's head as sure as I'm sitting here and went out of bounds. And they gave the ball to the Suns. It's just terrible the job they're doing. Not only that, Aiden gave him a karate chop to the you know the groin, and they didn't call anything. I mean, are you kidding me? How could this guy even argue that? That ball went off of his head as sure as I'm sitting here. I mean, everyone in the world sees that. Look at this. Look at this call. What he wants is a charge. That's what he wants. He. I don't think he's uh, denying the ball went off his head. I think he's saying I got I got just plowed over because he was a complete he, flop. You thought it was just a complete yeah, flop. It was a complete acting job on that one. Did you see the Peyton call on Booker? That was terrible. The one right before that when no, he, I missed that. Peyton one. stole the ball and and Booker tackled him. And they called the foul on Peyton. I mean, it is bad. Peyton looked at the guy like, "What are you tripping? You're absolutely tripping." 855-212-4227. Call the show, you fems. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Yeah, it's a pain-free Friday. Carver High, Mafia, Pharrell with you from New York. Carver High's going to have a bash tomorrow in uh, Long Island in Massapequa at Bobby McCann's. Go out and hang out with them, raise some money for some kids, going to Quebec on a hockey journey. They're playing in some tournament uh, in uh, Quebec. Uh, Les Magnifiques, huh? Francais matin, oui, oui. And so go out and watch uh, Benoit Hogue hang out and have Carver High ignore him while the Bills game is on and he asks him questions. And while he's talking, Carver High won't listen to one word of it and he'll be watching the Bills game. <clears throat> and hang out and watch him do it. It'll be kind of fun. And then it'll be, <laughs> it'll be entertaining because that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, this is – you talk about a bad spot bad <laughs> tomorrow spot. night. I mean – <laughs> it had to work out that, because this thing was booked obviously a couple weeks in advance. Right. And even that day that I booked it, I was like, oh, Saturday wild card weekend. I was like, I got a pretty good feeling. This was before they even clinched or anything right. like that. But they were having such a good year that we kind of thought, you know, they're going to be in the playoffs and playing that weekend. Um, I'm rolling the dice, man, because they're if they play the Texans, the Texans are always in that dopey 4:30 game on Saturday. They're always in it. Always in it. I, I said, but two years ago when they made it, they played Jacksonville. They played Sunday at one, so I figured maybe there's a shot that game could be on Sunday if they make the playoffs. And unfortunately, hey, look, it is what it is. I'm starting at 5:30, so I'm getting there real early. I can watch an hour of the game before it starts, uh, before I do my thing. I mean, it's timed out pretty good where I'm not going to miss a lot of it because a lot of what I'm doing is going to be during that. You'll have fun. During the halftime show, which is a billion years long during these playoff games. We know that. Right. So in terms of actual game, 
I don't think it's I'm going to be a blast. Much. The game will be on. The hockey game will be on. There'll be a bunch of people chugging beer. Right, and the Islanders are playing Tavares tomorrow night, which is a, which is obviously always a huge deal around here. So is that still a thing? Well, I don't think it's a thing, but whenever they play him, and it's in Toronto, That's so pretty it really lame, isn't it? Really, they're still riding that horse. Well, not too much, but people, you know, listen. Does every fan not care I forgot, about it anymore? I forgot he even played. For They're them, playing, or, let me tell you, uh, or that he played for you. They're the playing thing, well. The best thing they've ever did was fire Babcock because since Keith took over, they've been excellent. They've been I know. I, I went and watched them play. I mean, they skated circles around the Devils that night. They only won 5-4 in overtime because Palmieri had a big game, right? And and he sure. And then, uh, but they skated circles around him. They literally had the puck like 75% of the game. In their end, shooting shots at, at, what's his name, Blackwood? What a terrible goalie he is. Honestly, I might as well play goalie. Do you think that guy's a hack? Seriously. Yes, I do. Please. That You wonder why they suck? It doesn't take a genius to figure it out. Um, I wanted to say one other thing really quick. I'll take your calls. Bronny with a big game tonight on uh, ESPN2. They show all of his games. He had three points tonight for Sierra Canyon. Let's get real here. Uh, stop showing the kids games if he sucks. Because they're playing him like he's the greatest player on earth and he's going to the NBA to play with his dad. But when you throw up a three spot, you know what? Gunner had a three spot tonight in his game. They didn't show his game on TV. They won by 20. But he didn't do much. So he, he had some nice stops, some rebounds, some dimes, but only hit one three in the game. But they didn't show his game on TV. They show this guy, LeBron James' kid, uh, his games on television. The kid throws up a three spot. I think they may want to think about their programming needs. Is that why we watch him, to have him drop a three spot on you? I score three the first minute I walk on a court. Honestly, I'll, sc- I'll play tomorrow I'll score a 1,000 in two hours. They don't show my games. Wait a minute, we do show my games. Sorry about that, Mafia. We get a lot more views, too. I, I think it's embarrassing they show the high school games. I really do. I, I, I could never absorb that very well. John in Pennsylvania, and don't tell me, like, I'm jealous or something. I give a rat's ass about some high school basketball game on TV. Now, and, and grant you, I'll tell you this. Mafia, you know as well as I do, I go to lots of high school basketball games. Yeah, you do now. I go to lots of high school basketball games, in, including tomorrow I might go see Bosco play. Uh, they're playing uh, at Ramapo College or something. Here's the deal. Uh, I love high school basketball. I just don't think it should be on television. Every game. You know what I mean? Like, every game's on television now? I, that just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, there's enough bad college basketball on television that we got to watch high school hacks play. John and PA, go ahead. Uh, well, Pharrell, I called you to actually commend you on your comments last night. My girlfriend was in bed with me. We're laying her listening to you. Hey, now. She, she, honestly, I got to say this right. to you. She says you're really funny. She goes, when she works the night shift, work, the job she works, she works at a halfway house here in Pennsylvania. Right. The Drug and Alcohol Center for women. That's and cool. And she puts you on and she listens to you at night. Overnight, when she she's a football fan like me, right? But I gotta say this: my high school football team here in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, was one game away from the state championship, and they lost it in a heartbreaking way. They could even lose the Steelers. That's how bad I I watched most of the Steelers games, and I'm sorry. Their defense, I gotta give you this: 
you're right. They are a damn good defense. They're only two players away of having a dynasty again. Yeah, listen, I, I, I got. Let me just uh, hold on, John. Uh, their defense is not that good. Uh, I've heard all I can take about their great defense. I went to see him play the Jets. It was the most embarrassing thing I've ever sat through. I told you this story over and over. I spent 1500 bucks. I sat at the 50-yard line, and I watched them just vomit all over the place. They were they couldn't stop a fly. They couldn't do anything, and they couldn't get a first down. They threw a Hail Mary at halftime on a fumble, and they got a touchdown to make the game interesting. But that game was no more interesting uh, than anything. Uh, the bottom line was is they did nothing the whole game. They barely got a first down. They were terrible. The end of the season was an absolute lobotomy. It was a lobotomy watching this guy Devlin Hodges, whatever his name is, he, he literally, he should be playing at Pottstown. That's where he should, his career should have ended, in high school. And then, uh, I don't know how to, someone explain to me on God's earth how that guy got an NFL job. Someone tell me how that happened. Because you know what? If he can play quarterback, then so can my daughter, honestly, because she throws the ball better than him. And then Mason Rudolph's a tool, too. I've said this over and over. I can't take it. I like Mike Tomlin a lot. Now, if uh, literally... I saw Roethlisberger, all 350 pounds of him standing on the sideline in the last four, you know, four months. I mean, that guy blew up like a balloon, and he looks just terrible. Like, bro, hit the treadmill, take a shave, do something. Even the beard makes you look fat. Bro, get out there and start slinging it because you with one arm is better. He could throw with his toes and do better than those two crappy quarterbacks. I can't take it. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. Everyone in Pittsburgh, loud and clear. James Connors, he's like a box of Kleenex. He's like Puff. What was the one? Puffs you blow your nose in? Because that's him. He's as soft as Puffs. That guy gets hurt literally opening his car door. I mean, honestly, people, are, they feel so sorry for him for what he went through. I do, too. But, okay, now that we're over that, can we talk about football? He never plays. Juju never plays. He's another one. Peanut brittle, they should call him. I don't even want to take it. I can't take it anymore. I kiss my Steeler pillow every night before I go to bed. I don't even do that anymore. I can't even take it. I can't, I can't take watching them play football and just absolutely suck. I love your girlfriend, though. Good luck to you. They suck, Okay. At a time when you can't suck. Jesus. Don't get me started on the Steelers, for God's sakes. It's bad enough I got to sit through the Pirates. I love my Pirates. I cannot believe that my son has remained loyal to the Pirates, too, with all their losing. I love the Pirates, but um, I got a better chance of hitting the Super Bowl than the Pirates do of winning a World Series. Literally. And by the way, on New Year's Eve, I saw some fat guy win, a, uh, like, a lottery in the middle of the New Year's Eve. Like, you know, I'm watching on ABC Ryan Seacrest do his cheesy New Year's Eve show. Did you, anyone see in the middle of that they did a Powerball drawing? Did you see that? I couldn't believe what and was going on. And there was, like, six on. people I mean, and some fat guy won with, his, with the, his lover up on the stage. The did you see people that him? were up there. It was, just, I mean, <laughs> it was the weirdest them? thing I've ever seen. Where did they find those people? They got uh, Eric Decker's wife up there with them. And how about that outfit your boy Post Malone was rocking? Dude. I, the pink? I said this. I what tweeted this he? out. What was that? I tweeted this out while it was going on. I only watch this thing, you know, I spend the last two hours of every year with Ryan Seacrest right. watching this. Right. And I realize every year during that two hours how I have zero idea of, like, 98% of the right. popular stuff that's right. going on right now. Like, 
Who is the chick that got uh, I Jenny's job? I have no job? idea who these people are. Why like, did they get rid of her? Did she ask for too much money, or did people get sick of watching her make out with her uh, actor boyfriend? I What's no his name? Donnie. What the deal was. Donnie Wahlberg isn't that who she makes out with? I mean, the only time I knew they had musical acts, like they showed like Paula Abdul from Los Angeles, and then like <laughs> I saw the I saw them promote Green Day, but I never actually saw them. I didn't them make play. it to Green Day. Um, like they had like some like. And they boy were all, band they were from, all lip syncing. They had some boy band on, and then they had... I, oh, they had the Jonas Brothers from Miami. Not even, they had some other boy band. That they, I, I wanted to kill myself. I couldn't believe it. Oh, that it was, was the, the Asian boy band. Yeah, I don't S- know who they STD were. STD or what are they called? Is that like a sexually transmitted disease? Sorry. I don't know the name of the band. They I mean, were I don't even, I'm honestly, I don't even know who Post Those Malone is. Those guys dance good, like, though. I have I'll no idea. I have no idea who Post, Post Malone, Malone is. Post Malone is, I think he's a great artist. Dude's I think got he's, a lot of ink, man. His, his, music, his music is great. I think he's great. I like his music a lot. I really do. But that outfit he was rocking, I don't know what happened. Someone gave him bad, like, fashion advice on that one. The pink cowboy outfit. Oh, my God. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Saturday night on CBS, the NFL playoffs are in primetime. Ryan Tannehill leads the Red Hot Titans into Foxborough for a date with the defending champion Patriots. Tennessee takes on New England Saturday night at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on CBS. Wild cards are Saturday and Sunday for Rollinabench.com is on fire. Get all my picks throughout the playoffs in pain day action. For Rollinabench.com does it all. Pro and college, rack, hockey, boxing, MMA, you name it. Best price, best picks, best return. Pharrellonthebench.com. Sign up today. It's F-E-R-R-A-L-L. Pharrellonthebench.com. Hide the money from your wife. George in uh, St. Augustine, Florida. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, Scott. My name is George. Hey. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate, first of all, I really appreciate your talent to communicate a real feeling. For athletic events. Oh, thanks, buddy. All four of them. I appreciate it. I think I think for a while, did you play basketball or what? Yeah, I mean, I play basketball my whole life. I play every day. I love it. Yeah, terrific. But especially, I appreciate your, your the 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 respect you've shown. That while I know you're a fan of the Pittsburgh uh, and and a frustrated fan at this point, I understand. Right. But what I really appreciate is. You're still remaining uh, objective about uh, evaluating, you know, the talents of Belichick and uh, Tom Brady. All right. So, listen, I don't know anything about all of that. I just know that uh, I appreciate you uh, supporting the show and supporting me that I tell it like it is and that uh, I tell it, uh, frankly, about like the Pats and Brady and Belichick like I see it and about the Steelers and my teams like I see it and I'm glad you dig the show and uh, I appreciate that greatly. Carver, how did you see the uh, the story finally came out? We knew something was wrong with the Dallas Stars coach when they fired him and it was like a mystery, right? Nobody knew why he got fired and everybody's like, I wonder what he did to get fired because nobody knew, right? There was no story whatsoever on, uh, frankly, Jim Montgomery, what happened. Well, we know what happened now. You knew that would come out eventually. Yeah, you knew that eventually it was going to come out. And and you know what? It's it came from him, and he's owning up to mistakes that he's made. And right, um, uh, you know, it, bottom line, it was rather a, have it, it that was, way. It was alcohol. Yes, he was. He you know, was hitting it. Yeah, and he's getting help for it. 
and he knows what it cost him. Cost him his job. Cost him a lot. You know, so. it cost him uh, not only that job but the contract. So they didn't honor the contract. They got out of that with cause. Right. Uh, they, you know, and and that's a little uh, sketchy to me. I got to tell you because, uh, you know, you start getting into legalities, don't you? When someone has a, a drinking or drug problem, in my opinion, of cause. I mean, if someone uh, – is that not a, a disease now? Is that not considered when someone uh, has a, a drug or alcohol problem? That's a, that's a, that's a health issue. That's a disease. Uh, it has been recognized as such. It is not something like he went out and killed someone. Do you understand? There's not a, a felony involved. There's not a, a cause to me as doing something, you know, frankly, uh, heinous or hideous or felonious. Fair enough? I do not believe that a guy that needs uh, alcohol rehabilitation and treatment, um, frankly, deserves to be uh, fired or uh, not have their contract honored. I got to be honest with you. I think what he should, uh, I think he should, you know, get treatment, obviously lose his job. Fair enough, right? But uh, they found a way out of that contract. It seems like that to me. That's what I read. That they got out of the. He lost two and a half years of that contract remaining that they owed him money on, and they're not going to pay him. It would appear to me. Does that not trouble you a little bit that a guy that has an alcohol problem uh, doesn't get the help he deserves from the team? That he's. It sounds to me like he's doing it on his own. It sounds to me like there might have been a little bit more involved. Maybe there is something more maybe, involved. Maybe there's things that were happening that. Fair uh, enough. You know that there, for him to like you say for it to just be completely dropped he's like it is what it is i'm going to get help and he not said fighting he deserved anything. it him saying is that he deserved it it was the means, appropriate cause what means, he said means there's more that we don't know that clearly you know was affecting he said know. he let down the team's front office staff and players more importantly i let my wife and my family down the team's decision to end my role forced me to take a look in the mirror and decide whether I wanted to continue living a damaging lifestyle or get help. I decided to get help. I turned to pros in the field of alcohol abuse for their guidance and counseling. It's been an overwhelming and humbling experience knowing that I'm not alone. You got that right. He continued, today with the unconditional support of my wife and family and many close friends, I took another step forward by admitting myself into an inpatient residential program where I intend to take the steps to be a better husband, father, friend, coach, and mentor one day at a time. It's a process I'm committed to, and as I do this, I ask for uh, my family's uh, privacy and that it be respected. Uh, thanks, Monty. You know, I got to tell you, it takes a lot of stones to admit it uh, nationally, publicly, locally, at all to anyone, your problems, and to be an open book like that and to be in the public eye and to admit that you're, uh, you got an alcohol problem and to go get help uh, is, I think, a very brave move by him. I give him credit, and uh, I hope that it works out for him. I know that it's uh, not easy uh, to, you know, stop drinking when you're, if you're an alcoholic or whatever. I mean, obviously he's got an alcohol problem, right? You don't end up in, in inpatient uh, alcohol treatment centers because you're not an alcoholic, okay? Uh, people will say, oh, he went because he lost his job. No, he went because he had, he's an alcoholic and he needs help, right? So my thing is, uh, you know, I quit drinking and uh, when I had kids, and I never, I never did the whole uh, rehab thing or anything like that. I never went to rehab. I just quit drinking, and it was brutal. Like, it, it was not fun at all, I mean, to tell you. 
Like, I, I, listen, I remember, Mafia probably remembers it. Like, I was jonesing. It was bad. Like, I, I just absolutely was miserable. Yeah, you were going running at, like, 5 in the morning. Three in the morning. I'd go running in, in snow. Right, it, you would wake up, you would go home from doing the show, and you wake up a couple hours later and start running because you just, you couldn't, you had the dreams, you were shaking, you had all the things, the withdrawal symptoms. Right, it was awful. And I mean, obviously not to the extent of, that some people have with the, you know, the physically sick and things like that, but you just, you were having crazy dreams and things like I that. I was tripping. I wanted a drink, and that was all there was to it. And I drank like a British sailor for 30 years, so I didn't mess around when I drank. But I gave it up, and... Uh, it sucked. I got to tell you, it's no joke. Uh, so I don't know how, you know, I didn't go to rehab. I didn't do I just did just raw dog, cold turkey. And it was bad for like three weeks for me. It was really bad. I mean, the, the withdrawals and stuff, right? And then uh, I got to tell you, uh, I don't know how, uh, you know, what, you know, the whole one day at a time thing, I can, I can dig it. Uh, I've certainly uh, lived that life. I did the... I certainly did it. Like, I made it a year. I was like, I can't even believe I did that. And then I uh, did another year, another year, another year, you know. Uh, so I've had several years, a lot of years. But I I don't uh, I don't take anything for granted. I don't uh, act like I've accomplished anything. Uh, I really don't. I don't feel like I'm some kind of, uh, you know, star because I was able to quit drinking. I, I could pick up a drink uh, tonight. I mean, it's that simple. I, I, I You know, I'm around... Uh, alcohol every day of my life really when you think about it everyone in my family drinks like a fish and uh most of my friends uh drink like fish everyone i know really i don't know anyone really that i hang out with that doesn't drink i'm the only one so i like go to dinner whatever and everyone's getting hammered i go to parties everyone's getting hammered i go on the road everyone's getting hammered uh, wherever I go, everyone's getting hammered. And then I'm sitting there drinking uh, Pellegrino and, and you know, Perrier and stuff like that and, and seltzer and whatever, club soda, whatever. I just, it sucks. So I, I got to tell you, I feel bad for the guy. And uh, I know that it's not going to be easy. And it's going to, uh, obviously, it's going to change his life forever to try to stay off of alcohol is no joke. Um I know a lot of people that have done it that have relapsed, uh, you know, five, ten times. I know people that have uh, stopped drinking and started and stopped and started and stopped and started. You, you can call it relapse all you want. I mean, uh, but it's not going to be easy for uh, Jim. Uh, that's all there is to it. And um, the stars said they're supportive of his decision and hope that uh, he becomes stronger for it. It's a nice way of saying, uh, thanks, we're not paying for it. So this guy's going to go get help on his own, and I, I commend him. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a huge step in the right direction for him, and I think that his admitting it uh, is even a stronger uh, remedy for him to admit that it you know he screwed up, and he obviously drank himself out of his job, right? I mean, let's get real here for a second. So it happens, right? You remember the, the Redskins GM? He did it too, right? Uh, and don't think that uh, he's the only one. Believe me, you. There's a lot of uh, coaches and GMs and and really, you know, front office personnel and players that drink or that have drinking problems. That believe me, they just won't admit it. You know, I know a bunch of them that drink like fish. So I don't even want to. You know, I know a bunch of broadcasters that drink like fish. Okay, so 
uh, you know, in the booth, right? Like, I know guys that call games that drink, like, you know, when the game's over, they hit it. I mean, there's just no getting around it. But they'll all uh, deny it, and they'll sit there and say, I don't have a problem. Uh, and maybe they don't. But, you know, after their seventh martini, you know what I mean? After the game, I'm getting sloppy. So I've seen it all, and uh, I've done it all. But I don't uh, think I'm better than anybody. I don't think I uh, have accomplished anything. I just don't drink anymore, and it sucks. <laughs> I got to tell you, it sucks. I was a really good drinker. Mavia said I was one of the great drinkers of all time. Eight-time world champ. Eight uh, different weight classes. It's pretty impressive when you think about it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.